Hey guys, welcome to part two of our Kyoto trip. This is the Tea in Tokyo podcast. My name is Somia. And I'm Ellie. And what did we get up to this time? So we visited a bunch of temples, including Kyozimu Dera, and we also tried to visit the castle. Yeah, that's right. That and more coming up right now. We're up to day three. This was a super busy day, uh, even busier than the last day. I feel like this day was busier than the last two days combined. Yeah, for sure. Uh, the first thing that we did is we went to the silver pavilion known as Genka Kuji. So we wanted to go to the gold pavilion because that's the, the proper famous one that you've probably seen photos of where it's like a beautiful gold historical building like sitting over a lake. But unfortunately, the gold pavilion was under construction. So we went to the silver, we went the next step down. <laughs> yeah, the, the, the silver pavilion is actually designed after the gold one, so it's meant to look very similar. Yeah. Uh, it was built all the way back in 1482. Yeah, you know, it's, it's, a just a, it's a building. <laughs> you can't actually go inside it, so it's not like a, you know, it's not like other temples that have like a nice hall or something that you can go into. Mm. The garden is nice. Yeah, the garden itself is big, but the building isn't, so the silver pavilion itself is not big. And when we got there, we were like, is that the silver pavilion? Because people were taking pictures of it, but it's not silver. Whereas, yeah. like, with the gold pavilion, it's, like, a solid gold colour. So you know it's the gold pavilion, whereas this one is, like, it's just a normal building. Yeah, very underwhelming, and I heard this, like, when I, you know, when I would read things about it, uh, people would say that it's underwhelming. Mm. Um, but we thought we'd go to it anyway. And, yeah, it, it was really underwhelming. The, the garden, like, even the garden, it was okay. It was a relaxing garden. Uh, there was, like, a school trip. There was, like, so many school kids when we went. Yeah. So we were, like, stuck in between two groups of eight-year-olds on mm. this trip. And then there were a couple of, like, high school kids and stuff as well. Uh, yeah, I mean, what do you think of the garden? Even the garden, I don't think, was that great. I mean, I thought it was okay. Like, it was definitely, like, an all-good temple. I think the problem with us is we went to so many temples on this trip that, like, there's always going to be ones that are, like, not as good as the others. Whereas I think if you, like... If you had spread this out over multiple trips to Kyoto... It might have like stood out more as being good. Do you know what I mean? Does that make sense? Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Like that, if that you if it. we were going to Kyoto for the second time and we'd already been to all the other main ones, then you could go to this one and be like, oh yeah, pretty good temple. Yeah. But because we went to it on the same trip as like a bunch of other ones, like a bunch of other like really good ones, it's like a little yeah underwhelming is the main thing. Yeah, apparently this one's quite special because it's either the first temple to do this or it's the only temple to do this. And to be honest, I think it's the only one because I, I don't remember any other ones having this. It's the dry sand garden. So, like, normally, um, you know, the special Japanese gardens is, like, tiny pebbles. This one had dry sand, which I remember we, like, we, you know, we talked about that when we were there. We are mm. like, oh, that's interesting. You know, that, it wasn't that great apart from the fact that it was unique. You know, I feel like you know make something out of the sand like it's not it's not like a sand castle you know <laughs> like you, you see something better with sand if you're on a beach and, and like a bunch of kids were making it yeah was the idea to try be like i don't know is sand like silver sometimes maybe it was trying to like reflect the yeah maybe yeah yeah maybe they, they were like oh crap the building's not silver we need something yeah <laughs> to like uh for the name to kind of make make sense but the sand was like beige not silver yeah <laughs> the beige pavilion didn't sound as good yeah, I think the other reason this was kind of underwhelming as well is because of the next shrine that we went to. So the so Genkakuji Shrine was very close to this other temple called uh, Nanzenji Temple. So we were going to walk towards uh, Nanzenji because it's very close. But on the way there, we kind of took the wrong turn, I guess. 
um, because there are so many people walking in this direction that we figured that had to be the right direction. Uh, but it actually took us to another temple, one that I hadn't even I didn't even know about. Um, mm. It wasn't even on my list. It was called a uh, Ikando Zenrenji Temple. And man, this temple was really really busy. Uh, I'm surprised yeah. that it didn't come up in my research because it was so busy. It, it was, was so packed. Crazy busy. Like I think this might have might have been the busiest one we went to. Yeah, maybe there are so many different things at this temple there was like the garden there was a pond yeah um a like you, yeah a pagoda uh, you walk through this temple and it's like really big there's a lot to walk through there was a lot of history there as well although you know you don't like we talked about this in the last episode we didn't really have a whole lot of time to actually read all of it because um, there's just so many people you're kind of getting pushed through yeah it was like yeah it was so crowded that you just had to go with the crowd like you couldn't stop to look at anything while you were inside the building yeah but it was still like it was really nice looking inside yeah, it kind sure. of felt like we were walking through some like historical person's home. Yeah, it did. Yeah, I actually quite liked it for that reason. It did feel like uh, we were walking through like an actual house, like somebody still lived there. You know, mm. like we had kind of gone into the past or something. And um, this temple was built all the way back in 1853, um, where like some the leader of the area like gave it to some priest, and then he turned it into a temple. Um, and uh, Zenrenji actually means temple in a calm grove. You know, it was pretty calm there. It was pretty calm. Also, apparently, it has illuminations at nighttime. Uh, But we weren't there at night, so we don't really know. There was a famous priest here whose name was Ikan, which hence why the name of the temple is Ikando Zenrenji. And um, he lived in the 11th century, and he was super famous because of what happened to him here. So um, in the main hall in this temple is like a statue. And back in the 11th century, uh, it's a statue of Buddha. And um, the statue's head, like the statue turned around and looked at at this uh, priest and um, basically spoke to him and he, you know. I think it told him to follow him to heaven or something. Like I think it turned around and it was like, yo, what you doing? Yeah. Keep coming, bro. And he was like, oh my God. Sure. (laughs) Yeah. And if you look at the statue, its head is turned around. So. Yeah. But Somya was like, oh, you know, this seems pretty believable. But I was thinking (laughs) like didn't the guy just like you know like carve it turn around like (laughs) yeah but i mean as far as stories go um like ancient stories you know one to have one where the you know the statues like follow what happened it's like Mm. yeah there you go you know what else do you need supposedly yeah the historical reports are that like the people at the time were like i swear to god the statue was facing forward you know that's what the accounts say was that it did used to face forward i feel like someone switched it out for one that was facing the other way because this did happen yeah. in the early hours of the morning when he was like getting up in the morning you know i've heard like a lot of these things it's like um and this this might not be you know the case here but uh, apparently like back in the day like people would do drugs and they wouldn't know that they were doing like certain uh-huh, types yeah. of hallucinations and then you know so they'd like imagine these crazy things to happen because like they say that like moses when he was like talking to a burning bush like it's actually like a specific type of bush where if you burn it you get high so like he was meant to like be high or something so yeah maybe same thing yeah it was like yeah so the gardens here were really nice and there was so it was really busy and then when you there's like on the hill you walk up to the pagoda and that was a lot more quiet because i think most people couldn't be bothered to walk up yeah, the, the pagoda is a lot more recent, so it was only built in 1928. Mm. Uh, but you get a really nice view of um, Kyoto from there. And mm. we were actually saying, like, the view that you get from here is actually very similar to the view that you have from um, Fushimi Inari Shrine. Uh, we have to walk a lot higher yeah, up. Yeah, this one was like, you don't walk that far. Yeah. Maybe it's because this area is, like, already higher up to begin with. 
Yeah, maybe. I mean, the view is, I guess, different. It's from a different part of town, but it's still a really nice view. So if yeah. you want a view, uh, but you can't be bothered walking too much. Or you have um, bad knees or something. Yeah, then um, this one might be the one to go to. Yeah, for sure. You know, like we said, this is in between two like super famous shrines. The second one, or temples, uh, the second one is Nanzenji Temple. Uh, this one, it's really well known for the fact that it has an aqueduct. Like a Roman-style aqueduct. Yeah, yeah. So, the, the, yeah the architecture here definitely seemed very uh, European. Yeah, yeah. So we went here, but before we went to the aqueduct part, we actually didn't know that we were at the shrine already. We like got here and we were like, is this some other shrine? What's going on? And there's like a big building like another yeah cool it's one, a, like a um yeah a Sanmon gate as they say one of those big ass gates that you know, yeah it's like a building but it's it's on stilts uh the gate was built all the way back in 1628 mm. um this is one that i only went up ellie didn't go up this one so we thought it would be because it was like we're very like i say with quotations around it like fortunate and that the pandemic's happening <laughs> because like it wasn't as busy as it would normally be. So I thought it would be really cool for Swami to go up by himself. And then we got a really cool photo of him being like up there by himself. Yeah. So you can check out, did you post it on our Instagram? Yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah. So you can check it yeah. out on our Instagram. You can see Somya being like the king of the castle at the top of the temple. Yeah. So this gate, like this is the similar one. The one that Ali went up was in, um, Tofukuji temple. And that one was cool because there was like the middle hall part that you could go in and then you could see all the statues. And the statues had the realistic eyes. Yeah, this one you can't go inside, so you have to like watch watch what's inside. Uh, look at what's inside through like this net mesh. Ah. Uh, and those on the outside. So, How much was this one yeah. to get into? This one was 600 yen and the other one was 1,000. Yeah, so. see, I feel like I'd rather pay the 400 and still be able to go inside. Yeah. Uh, so when we walked in, the first thing you see is this aqueduct. You don't really, you can't, like, you can't see the top of it, so you don't know if it's, like, from the bottom, I didn't even realize that it was still um, used. Yeah. You know, I, I figured it was just, like, ruins. Um, and, man, and this place is really popular f- to take some cool photos, because mm. I like the archways. But they, it's, like, they how get, do give people... give some really cool shadows and things. How do people so. even get cool photos? Because there's so many people standing in each archway that there's, like, always going to be people behind you. They need to put, like, a little X on the ground. So that everyone stands in the same spot, so that everyone's bodies, like, block out the body behind them, you know? <laughs> yeah. I reckon that'd be the way to do it. So this is the one where some, like, random Oji-san just, like, yanked Somya's camera and was like, I'll take a photo for you! And we were like, oh god, who is this? And he got us to, like, take our masks off, and we were both like, mm, not sure about this. And he took some photos. It was very nice of him, but they were horrific. Like, yeah, those are the worst photos I've ever seen. Like, like, not, not because <laughs> he was bad taking photos, but because... We both look so fat. Yeah, we look so fat. That's ridiculous. <laughs> I think a part of it is he was like a short little old man. So the angle was like the least flattering angle. And like, I don't know. He was nice. He was, it was one of those things where when we did our training way back when we started our jobs, our like training person mentioned, she was like, when you travel around Japan, if you speak any Japanese at all, people will clap like you're like a trained dog. She was like, but they don't mean it insultingly, even though it feels insulting because they're sitting there going, ah, good job, wow. Um, this guy did that when we like said arigato gozaimasu. He was like, wow, <laughs> <Yeah>. wow. <laughs> it was like, I haven't had someone like actually like clap at us like we're like a seal or something. Yeah, he seemed like such an old, a, a nice old man though. Yeah. I wish I, I knew like a lot more Japanese so I could like have a proper conversation with him. Yeah. You know, I bet like when you actually have a conversation with him like foreigners, I bet he's so happy. Yeah. So yeah, that was pretty like that was like an interesting experience that we've been warned was eventually gonna happen, so now it's happened. Yeah. So this was really cool. So after that we walked under the 
aqueduct, right? And we went into a little building behind it. Yeah, to the actual temple part, like the actual Nanzenji uh, temple, I guess. The temple was kind of meh. Like, I feel like it was pretty cheap. Like, it was only 400 yen. But honestly, you don't really need to go in here. Like, it, it has a garden there. It's apparently like a mausoleum for somebody, I think. But, yeah. It was nice in that the rest of it was so busy. And this was like not many people had gone into it. So it was like, it was like a, we took like a breath kind of thing. We're like, okay, have a breather. Yeah, I, I think this place is really for that aqueduct because there was yeah. like nobody in there, you know. So I think a lot of people know like, eh. yeah, yeah, they, they can do without that place. And yeah, and then um, after that, we went to the actual aqueduct itself. You walk a little bit like higher up and then you realize, yeah, it's still like functioning as an aqueduct. Like it's still used. Yeah. There's so many different areas in this place to take photos at, you know, like below like like i said in the archways like mm. really nice place to take photos and then above like with like the rivers like flowing especially because the like the upper level i think not many people realize that you could walk along there so like obviously lots of people realized but lots of the people taking photos below didn't realize yeah so when we were like walking down there there was like one other couple at the same time who were like a fair distance away from us the river it kind of leads to like i don't even know what it looked like a tiny like hydroelectric da- dam I think it was yeah right yeah I think they do like produce some energy there because there's like all the like the infrastructure for it looks that. abandoned though but it's still running but it looks very like rusty yeah, and like yeah. overgrown <laughs> yeah that's right um, and then you can walk around and, and it kind of doesn't look like it goes anywhere like it, sh- it looks like you shouldn't even be there because yeah like it looks like in like an industrial kind of area but when we were walking we were like are we meant to be here is this like out of bounds yeah but we were just following this like the, this like couple in front of us so then you go around and then it turns out you you can go that way you can go around and then um there's like a statue of like the dude who like first who i think he was the guy that established I think he was that. a scientist or something yeah, who introduced yeah. hydro electricity maybe or like yeah. developed the dam yeah it was definitely like a scientist or an engineer but then the cool part was next to that is this like railway system an abandoned railway system. yeah those abandoned railway tracks which i guess they used to you know bring goods up and down mm. um this hydroelectric dam back in the day but now it's abandoned um and it's tr- and, uh, you know it's turned into this really cool place to take photos yeah there was a lot of couples and kimonos there yeah like getting those real cool like standing on the railway tracks whatever like posing dramatically like looking good like Mm, mm. they were getting some good photos but there was a lot of them and we didn't realize until later in the day that this track does actually go on for a while and it's like abandoned the whole way so like we you could have like what we could have done is walked further down and gotten photos with like no one else there yeah and and it kind of leads to like where you want to go anyway yeah like it leads to like the main part of that area i guess yeah and we didn't realize that, so we ended up like walking the long way, and we ended yeah. up where we would have been anyway. And we saw the tracks again, and we were like, "Oh God damn it, we could have just walked down here." <laughs> yeah. So this temple was built between uh, 1291 and 1386. Oh wow! But apparently, it was destroyed in several like civil wars and fires was and it things a fire? like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um, there isn't anything older than 1537 there. It's still pretty old. Yeah. Um, and the aqu- aqueduct, um, it makes sense that it's like Greek, I mean, not Greek, <laughs> like Roman, Roman um, or European architecture because it was built pretty late. Like it was only built in the late um, 19th century. Oh, wow. Um, now, after that, like I said, we went down to the main like townish area. We were trying to find a bus to go to Kimo Zimudera Shrine, mm. which is like a really, really famous one. Like it's up there with Fushimianari Shrine mm-hmm. as like the two or three biggest shrines in in Kyoto but before we did that like as we were walking I noticed this gigantic like Tori gate 
like the biggest story I've ever like, seen. It was covering like it was over the like main road. Like it was yeah. massive. Yeah, it, it was gigantic. And I was like, okay, well, so now we have to go there, obviously. And um, it, it's actually uh, part of Hien Shrine. Hien. He he. What is the spelling? H e i a n. Hien. Hien. Hien Shrine. Yeah. Um, this is a super recent shrine. It was only built in 1895. It says it was built on the 1100 anniversary of Kyoto being like the capital. Oh wow. Hien is the former name of Kyoto. Oh wow. And it was uh, meant to like replicate the Imperial Palace. You know, I was about to say it felt like the Imperial Palace because yeah. it had the same like red trim on all the buildings and also it just had that massive empty square of gravel in the yeah. center. There you go. So it's like it wasn't used for anything proper, I don't think. So this place is basically famous for two things. It has the awesome gigantic Tori Gate. And also it has this really, really, really nice garden, like a massive, nice garden. But we went in like the wrong season for it, I think. Yeah, this is definitely not an autumn garden. Like I would totally, if I was going back to Kyoto and had time, I'd go back here in like the spring. Yeah. For everything else, we I really did feel like we came in the perfect season. Um, but yeah, but this place was not one of them. It'd definitely be a lot better in spring. Everything was dead. Yeah, basically. it was very dead. It was like, there was construction going on right next to it as well. So there was like a jackhammer <laughs> going yeah, yeah, in the background. Yeah. So it was like, this is meant to be like a peaceful, like beautiful walk through the garden. It's like, mm. <laughs> it was still like, it was still nice, but it was also like, we yeah. should be here at a different time. Yet. Yeah. I think we only paid 600 yen each to get in there. Yeah. I also, like, did, I remember I desperately needed to use the bathroom, and so, like, we were, like, walking through this massive garden, and I was like, god damn it, is there no bathrooms here? And then we found one, but it was one of those, like, uh, Japanese-style squat toilets. Yeah, Alex's not having that. So. so far, I've gone a year and a, a year here, and I've not had to use one. So, I was like, nah, can't do it. <laughs> mm. Wait, but then we found another one, right? We or... did find another one after, oh, okay, we, left yeah, the, yeah, after yeah. we left the temple. But it was just one of those things where I was like annoyed at myself for not peeing before we went in. Yeah. Because it meant I couldn't quite appreciate the beautiful serene lake because like water makes me need to pee. Mm. <laughs> I remember that we didn't really like the architecture in this place that much because it it's felt very Chinese, right? Something about the way the Imperial Palace is, I think it's because of the white and red contrast. Like that reminds me of like, I don't even know, like it's like the... Is that like the colours they have in like on Chinese temples? I don't know, yeah, but the the bright red for some reason yeah. makes me think of China. And yeah, I don't like, know. Is that a thing? I don't know. And I think you can like just by looking at it you can tell that it was built like really recently. But I don't know. Yeah, yeah, you the fact that there's no history behind it or anything, so Like if I was going here it would be to go to the garden in the spring. Yeah, or summer. I yeah. guess might be nice. Yeah, the, the garden would be awesome. But the building itself just felt like... It felt like a movie studio. Like, it yeah. felt like, a, you know, it felt like we were walking into Universal Studios. And I just... I don't like it when the buildings have the massive patch of gravel. Because I'm like, why? Why is there so much gravel <laughs> in the centre of this area? Yeah, it's like a waste of area or something. Like I, I expect, like, there to be, like, warriors fighting in the middle, you know? I mean, is that what it's for? Because it's, like, it's literally, like, the size of a rugby field. Yeah. And it's just gravel. Like, they should at least do, like, I don't know, surely they could do, like, a couple of, like, I don't know, beds of roses and just have, like, a walkway. <laughs> mm. Yeah, it looks like something off, like, Gladiator where, like, the chariots would be circling around yeah. there or something. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, this place was definitely, I, I would definitely still go here. But... I feel like I just remember why we thought it was, like, it seemed very, like, yeah. it should be in China. Didn't it have dragons? I feel like the uh, statues, true, yeah. there was, like, there That's was... Right 
cutouts of dragons everywhere. Yeah, and that's that right. just made us feel like it was. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. After that, we took a nice. We took a bus to um, to the actual shrine, Kimo Zimu Dera, like the like this. This is basically the top three, okay, of shrines. Um, now this this place was built all the way back in seven hundred and seventy eight, so it's super old. It's on like the side of a mountain. Mm. Now the other one, like remember we um, there was Daigoji Temple, which said it was also on the mountainside, but it wasn't really. Yeah. This one was on a proper mountainside, yeah. like you actually have to climb up and stuff. And there's like different parts to it. There's like you know, there's like there's like three or four different parts to it. Mm. Um, like different temple like structures um, and we went at night time um, because it's, it's, it's just in time yeah it's open kind of later and I figured uh, you know to make the most of time it would be it would be the best thing to kind of come here later and also because on a, it's on a mountainside and you get that really nice view of the city um, when the sun's setting the dawn colors yeah because really cool. you can see it's like behind the city as you can see that like really nice like I don't know what the word is, like that orange glow. Yeah. And if you, so this is like one where it's like kind of a bigger temple as well. So you, that when you first enter, there's like a pagoda that you don't really realize you're going under. Mm. And then you walk around and then when you look towards the city, you've got like the silhouette of the pagoda, which is like, you know, bathed in like the evening glow. So it's very, very aesthetic. Like when I mm. posted a picture of this to my Instagram story, like, that was the one that, like, the most people responded to, being like, oh, my God, it's so beautiful. And I was like, come on, it's just an uh-huh. afternoon. But, like, everyone was like, oh, wow, perfect time. I don't know if we said this last episode, but maybe we did, like, so we're recording this, like, a week after the last one, so I've completely forgotten what we said in the last <laughs> one now. But there's something about uh, sunsets in Japan, which are really, really nice. Is it, I feel like it's the pollution has <laughs> made it, like, extra colourful. or Maybe. Maybe. I definitely recommend coming here during this time because, yeah. you know, because a lot of temples aren't open later anyway. So if you can go to one late, you might as well. We totally um, lucked out as well, though, because we literally just got there as it was like the sun was going down. Yeah. Like if we'd been like 10 minutes later, we would have missed it. Mm. You can't go too late. I think the last time you can come in is uh, five o'clock. Because when we sure. were leaving it, they had already blocked off the entrance. Yeah. Uh, the one annoying thing, though, is there's another pagoda that's, like, even higher up, um, kind of at the end of this area. Like, it's, like, the last thing you kind of explore. But it closes at 4.30, I think. I don't Either know. 4.30 or 5. So by the time we were there, it was already closed. Yeah, so we were, we, like, so walking we towards to it, and then we realized that there was a big sign being, yeah. like, no entry. <laughs> I mean, you can still see the pagoda from far away. Um, but, you know, you just kind of explore whatever... Yeah. whatever if maybe you could go inside or something actually we can't we haven't actually gone inside any pagodas i don't think a pagoda is something you can go inside can go inside yeah yeah i remember when we went to nico it said like the pagoda you could go inside if like once a year or something for like a special event you know mm-hmm. so i'm guessing most of these pagodas you can't go into so yeah that's all right we didn't miss out on too much um again this place was completely destroyed by fires like throughout its history so despite being built in 1770 no sorry in 778 um, what you see was like the reconstructed parts that were built in 1633. Still pretty old again. Yeah. But yeah, so this one was nice. Now, the area that we're in right now with this um, temple, I believe the area is called Higashiyama. And um, <laughs> one of the areas here that people tell you to explore is called Gion. Um, Gion is like, uh, it's, it's, it's famous for having um, geishas. Yeah. You know, for geishas to like come out at nighttime and... And you, you sort of see them walking around, going to work and stuff. So that's the reason that we went to this part of town. 
we unfortunately did not see any geishas. Well, Sonia's colleague, right, your work colleague, told you they were like, "Oh, I love you," and I spent a whole day walking around there. Well, he spent, he said, you know, he said he spent like three or four hours there, but he said he could have spent longer. When we went, like, we were kind of over it, like fairly yeah. quickly. I think part of it had to do with the fact that it was like the thing that we did at the end of the day, yeah. so we were kind of tired. But more importantly, I think it was the fact that this place is so expensive. Yeah. Every like there isn't a restaurant where you can pay less than like seven thousand yen. The restaurants are expensive, all the stores are like if you want to go shopping it's super expensive. And you know, if all you're doing is like hunting for geishas who who don't, you know, like they're not like there for the tourists, you know. They're like yeah, they're working. proper jobs. Like, yeah. They're busy like hosting events and stuff, like Yeah. Um it can kind of seem like a bit of a wasted we Dang, like. Yeah. I looked up like what's the street that you should go to in Gion, and it came up. I can't remember what it was called, but we found the street. It's like off the main road, but there's like signs everywhere being like, "This is a private street, no photos allowed." Like, yeah, everywhere. that's so weird. And so I think obviously, like maybe they put those signs up because I think during the daytime it might look like a cool, like old school street. But because we were there at yeah. night, we couldn't really tell. And there was a bunch of restaurants on the street that were like the type of restaurants where they don't have the price on the menu. Yeah. So we were like, mm, no, we cannot afford this. So we walked down the street and then we walked back and we were like, sweet, that was nice. <laughs> mm. I imagine that the no photo thing is also because they don't want people taking photos of geishas, maybe. Well, yeah, you're not meant to take photos of the geishas. Like, you yeah. know, they haven't given you permission to take photos. Like, if you were going to, you'd ask permission and they might say no. Yeah. So, yeah, maybe it has to do with that. Like, maybe inside all of these expensive restaurants, like, there's, like, geishas are hosting inside of them. Mm. I don't know. Although I read somewhere that most of them are um, in Kyoto, they're called something else, and most of the ones you see walking around are the trainees. Oh, right. Th- this area would be really nice if you had money. <laughs> mm. You know, if you wanted to like have a really, really like fancy meal. So, I mean, yeah, we walked around for a little bit in Gion, but you know, there wasn't too much for us to really see and do there. Um, but. What they did have was another shrine, so... And let me point out, before we went to the shrine, I was, like, legit about to go home by myself. I was so tired, and then we had, like, separated ways, and then I was like, okay, fine. <laughs> I don't want to miss out on the shrine. Yeah, because I was like, all right, if you don't want to go to it, you know, you can just go home. But then I was like, all right, Yeah, fine. what a it's- dick move, eh, to be like, oh, you know, it's fine, just go by yourself. And I was I'm not actually a dick move, it was mm. very much like a you know what, we can do our own thing and that's okay. Yeah, I was kind of thinking that. I was like, because Ali really wanted to go home, and now, to be fair, so did I. Like, my feet were hurting like hell. But I was like, you know what, there's another shrine here. I'm going to go to it. You know, like, you don't always have to do everything together. Yeah. Um, But then, yeah, Ali wanted to see the shrine too. So Yeah, I gave in, because I was thinking, I was like, I'll be so jealous if he gets home and he, like, was like, oh my god, this super cool thing happened. And yeah. I'd be like, god damn it, I was right there. And so I sucked it up because <laughs> I was like, you know, this is what you should all know about me by now. It's like, sometimes I like to complain. you got to get that negativity out of your body and, like, put it out into the universe. <laughs> put the negativity yeah, into the universe. I think you do, yeah. <laughs> but, like, you do, because, like, I feel like after I complained about it. Let the universe deal with it. Yeah, after I complained about it, I was like, okay, let's go. And it was totally worth it because we saw a cat. <laughs> so. It's called a Yasaka Jinja Shrine, you know, and nighttime, there wasn't too much to, it wasn't that special of a shrine. They did have those like lanterns um, that some places have, those like white lanterns, and that, those yeah. look kind of cool. Um, and then next to it is a gigantic park, which like if I had time, I would definitely go explore as well. Hey. But- we didn't tell both. me at first it was a separate park and he was almost <laughs> going to go into there and pretend it was a part of the same shrine and I wasn't going to question it, I just believed it was. Yeah. But then his, you know, conscious was like, no, you can't do that somehow. <laughs> so. 
Yeah, I was, I was, I was wanting to do it, but then you know, we we actually had plans that night. We were gonna go to um, the castle. We'd already made plans to go to castle later on. So I was like, you know what? No, we we have something else we want to do. So let's go home first. Um, so we went back to the hotel uh, and had dinner. We got some delicious family mart food. <laughs> yeah. What did I have? My standard? Did I have an egg sandwich? Probably. Yeah, oh no, I did, didn't. Yeah. I got a. I found a vegetarian pasta. Oh yeah, which nice. was really exciting. Yeah. So we had a sit down. We were like. We needed to rest our feet, and it was so worth it. Like, we had showers, we, like, lay down and ignored each other for, like, an hour, and then we were like, okay, re-energized, let's go. Yeah, it was great. Um, so we went to the uh, to the castle, and you have to buy tickets outside. So we did. It was 3,000, no, it was, yeah, 1,500 yen each, so it was 3,000 together. We went to, like, the castle area, and, like, we're walking, and there's this, like, art exhibition happening. Right, and you can enter the art exhibition, but we're like, okay, we don't want the art exhibition, we want the castle. So we kept walking a little bit further, and next thing you know, we hit like a dead end, and we're like, what the hell? Okay, so this isn't the way. So maybe we do have to go through the art exhibition. So we go into the art exhibition. Like, we showed our tickets that we'd bought, and they were like, yep, this is the way. Yeah, this is the way. So we go in, and um, it was this really weird, yeah, exhibition, like something that we haven't really seen before, right? It's. I think it might move around Japan because when I posted some pictures like onto my story, some people replied being like, oh, hey, I didn't know that was in Kyoto now. Like I went to it when I was in Osaka or I went to it in Tokyo. Um, the art exhibition was uh, a mixture of fish and lights. Yeah. So uh, what was it called? It was, oh, it was called Kyoto Goldfish Dance Art Exhibition. Mm. And it's literally just uh, different species of fish in fish tanks different that are, shaped fish tanks yeah and they're all arranged in these interesting ways and then you know these multicolored lights like shining into them uh and there's you know like super relaxing music in the background mm. oh wait did i make up the music or was there actually music no there was music okay cool sure. yeah so there was music i'd never seen something like that before it was definitely interesting to it see it was definitely good at night as well um the cool thing here which was like not even to do with the art exhibition so along the initial walkway like on either side there was like smaller tanks which had these like super round fish which i think we mentioned last week i'm pretty sure they were fed something to make them blow up into big balls and then they die later no oh, we but, didn't mention this last week oh did we not we're, okay we're, we're talking about it now okay so the fish were like <laughs> literal mean? spheres like they were so circular that i realized there's no way this is natural because some of them were floating at the top like still swim alive but like they could not go down like they were too buoyant yeah, I, I hadn't noticed it until Ellie told me, but yeah, they were literally, they couldn't move. They were flapping their fins around, but they were just staying on the spot. Like, they were like a basketball. Like, yeah, they were so round. Yeah, yeah. And I'm pretty sure that they'd been fed something that makes them that round so yeah. that it looks cool for the exhibition, which is a bit sad. But there was this little kid running from each one. He, like, ran from exhibition to exhibition, and every time he got to one, he was like, Sukoi! Which is, like, <laughs> yeah. cool. It means cool. Like, over and over, like, Every five seconds, we'd, be, we'd hear, like, Sugoi! And then, like, when he runs, Sugoi! Yeah, he was so excited, eh? It made me more excited. Yeah, it really did. Because it was like, man, that's the energy we need for this. Like, every single fish brought him such pure joy. And fair enough, like, I can imagine, like, if you're that age, just seeing animals in general is cool. But then to see them in that, like, in those colors, it's like seeing animals on, like, LSD or something. Yeah. Like, that would have been awesome. So he was the Segoy boy, and he followed us around, because he was, like, walking at the same pace as us. So, mm. like, wherever we were, he was just in the background being like, Segoy! Yeah. So that was cool. Um, Alan and I, we, like, you know, it, it was really cool, but it was ruined by, 
yeah, it was it was pretty like sad. <laughs> like, there was a couple you know, of dead ones in there for sure. Yeah, yeah. Once you once the once like the interestingness of it passes, you realize that they've been fed weird shit. There's a couple of dead ones in there, which is weird because I feel like I don't know. Maybe I'm just being like low key racist in a way, <laughs> but I feel like like in New Zealand, right? If an exhibition like this was happening. I feel like there wouldn't be dead fish in there. No, am, I, am I crazy for thinking that? I think you're forgetting that this is an exhibition that travels around. And, like, so these aren't, like, fresh fish. Like, these fish have been there for a while. Like, fish die. Like I know, but, but like, they would be taken out, like, straight away if, if yeah, that was... Yeah, but we were there... I'm guessing right. they just take them out each morning. Yeah, like, they can't maybe. constantly be, like... Because what are they going to do in the middle of the exhibition? Get up on a ladder and, like, fish around for it and bring attention to the fact that it's dead? Maybe I feel like Western societies might be uh, like more sensitive to death. Yeah. Where like if there's something dead, it's like get get that out of there straight away, or like cover it up or something, you know. Mm. Whereas here, maybe they're more open about it, and they're like, yeah, it's dead, but like, what what do you want me to do, like, you know? Yeah, I mean, also like we like I feel like I only noticed they were dead because I'd already noticed that it was like a little sad, so I was like more attuned to be sad. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. But there were a lot of fish in those tanks, so I could see how they could, like, miss them. And to be fair, like, you know, we're not the biggest fans of, like, zoos with, like, small tanks and stuff. And, like, I think that's generally very cruel. However, when it comes to fish, I don't know. I'm still, like... Because I feel like these fish did have pretty big tanks. Mm. And, like, so I don't know if it was actually cruel. Like, I feel like that's a bigger tank than they'd get in a person's house. Yeah, that's true. But I also think there should be something in the tank to keep them interested. Yeah, know, it was very stimulated. boring. Some of them had, like, coral, but most of them it was just, yeah, the empty tank with the lights yeah. flashing into it. Well, also, it was kind of like, it was coral, but, you know, it, it wasn't really, it was just there for, like, design kind of thing. But at least but, they could hide under it. Some yeah, of the yeah, tanks had none, and yeah. it was like, there was no way they could escape the flashing lights. Yeah, like, some of them had, like, a lot of them actually had marbles in there. Yeah. And with the light flashing through, you know, it creates, like, interesting patterns and things, but... Yeah, I wonder how crazy the fish get in there. Yeah, some of them do. I feel like I was watching one at one point, and it was doing that pacing thing, and it was slamming into each end. Like, yeah, it was literally yeah, it was right. hitting the end, and <laughs> yeah. then it would turn and hit the other end. Yeah. So, obviously, some of them went crazy. So, eventually, we, like, got to the point where we were like, cool, that's been a nice experience of fish and lights. Yeah, like, we had enough. But then there was so still so much more to go. It's like, it just kept going, yeah. and, but it was kind of the same thing. But like, that yeah, did not right. affect the kid like yeah. he was still, still going like right up until the end like running up to each one getting excited yeah so now we're like okay let's just go to the castle now we've had enough of this um but we didn't know how to get to the castle so we asked a guy and he didn't speak any english uh like a guy that works there uh so we kind of like did the google translate thing and, and then we figured out that the castle's closed <laughs> yeah google lied to us yeah that was like i can't i can't believe how shitty google is so on google like on the official like well, not on the official thing, but just on Google, it says that it's open until 5 o'clock, and then it closes for 30 minutes, and then it opens again until 9.30. But apparently it's only for this art exhibition, which is weird, because the art exhibition moves around. It's not always at the castle. So for that to already be, like, part of the opening hours on Google, you know, felt really weird. But yeah, the point is, it was closed. So it was like, goddamn, the, the thing that we, you know, that we're there for, that we yeah. paid money for... And it's so stupid because, you know, obviously there were signs everywhere, but since we can't read Japanese, like, we had yeah. no idea. So we just bought it thinking it was the castle and it's not. But, I mean, it's on the castle grounds, and we were right next to the castle. Like, we could, like, you know, it's at at the front of the castle. So we saw yeah. it from the outside, but it was nighttime, so we didn't realize we were seeing it from the mm. outside. I think, also, to be fair, like, the castle is meant to be kind of shitty. 
Like, people don't really go to Kyoto for that yeah. castle. When I told people that we were, wanted to go to a castle in Kyoto, they are like, what castle? Did they <laughs> yeah, like, do you mean Osaka know. Castle? Yeah, like, yeah. So yeah. That, that was kind of funny. Like, at the end, we were just like, oh my god, I can't believe, can't believe yeah. that just happened. That <laughs> poor security guard, though, who he asked, he was like, when he told me that the castle was closed, he looked so like, oh crap, I hope these foreigners don't get mad. Like, he yeah. looked really, like, sheepish. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I think I asked, I asked, where is the castle entrance? Because I was oh, like, yeah. I think that's what my question was. And then he just replied me like, the castle's closed. <laughs> and I was like, god damn it. Yeah. <laughs> so that was, um, like, it was an interesting end to the day, for sure. Mm, yeah. Um, all right, well, that was basically it for that day. And we still have one last day left. But how are we doing for time? Should we do that in a separate one? Yeah, I think that'll be an extra, that'll be another episode. Cool. So, yeah, thank you for listening. And uh, you can catch the end of our Kyoto trip in the next episode. All right, see you then. See ya.